Happy Holiday. Welcome. Happy Holiday. To Happy Life Studios. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy Holidays to you. We're here to make your happy holidays even happier. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. (laughs) What is up, happy lifers? Merry Christmas and happier holidays. We can't give you Christmas presents uh, because uh, we can't afford that. Wish I could. <laughs> wish I was. Sometimes I wish I was really rich and I could just surprise people with Christmas presents. Wouldn't that be great? But then they'd feel pressure to have to give back and all that, you know. But uh, we can't. But one thing that we can do is share a little of our heart and our mind so, to help you make your holidays happier. And I say we because I am here with Tony right now. Tony, it's been a while since we've done a podcast together yeah we were in shorts and t-shirts last time yeah i was like 90 degrees now we're in parkas and boots <laughs> right. and i was in this very office sweating like crazy <laughs> and thanking god that it was so well insulated because a little bit cooler in here and now i'm in this office and my toes are cold and it's the whole <laughs> but it's christmas time you put up with it right that's it yeah yeah so we thought we could do a little tony you had an excellent idea um that that for the holidays this year we could do um, just do a little background check into Christmas carols. Some of the songs that we sing, because, you know, what? one of the things, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I love about Christmas. I mean, you know, what do you love about Christmas, right? The, the food, the decorations, the holly jolly atmosphere, right? Yep. All that stuff. And the food. Uh, and the magicness of it. The and the food. The sensitivity and food. And the food. And, and uh, you know, the snow and the food. And, <laughs> and the <laughs> yeah. But um, one of the things that I love about Christmas is I, I feel like a lot of holidays unite us around something, um, which is really cool. I think anytime we can do that, it's good to bring ourselves together. I'm just not – I don't read a lot of posts or hang out with a lot of people that like to divide, that like to make – uh, extreme things happen, so we have a, have some type of story. We need to be angry at them, or we need to pick at this, or do whatever. I just don't. My happy doesn't have time for that, let alone myself. But I love things that bring us together. And one thing that I love about Christmas is the music. I mean, I love Christmas yeah. carols. I was accused last week of playing Christmas carols in July because I, had, I hadn't deleted them all off my Google Music and it came up middle but I have to be honest I let it play through because I love you know but, so there's a lot of reasons why we love the music um, the, the nostalgia it brings back when we were kids because what's cool one of the things that's cool about it is that some of these songs have been going since our parents were kids right so they bring back yeah. a lot of cool memories right. but I never thought about this until today actually that one thing that's cool about the music is it brings the old and the new together. I mean, the younger generation doesn't mind the older music because it's it's Christmas time, right? right? And the older generation doesn't mind it when the younger generation will take it and make it more contemporary to our culture today because it's still the same song. Right. And it's just cool to see all these generations 
from from very old to very young coming together under one not just Christmas but singing the music together. Right. I mean, it just it warms my heart when that happens. And so, yeah. Tony had an excellent idea that we could go into a history of some of these Christmas carols that we we love so much. And you've been doing this for a while, haven't you? Yeah, this is uh, maybe something that has driven my family a little crazy because I. <laughs> Um, I just like history, and I get into the origins of things. Always intrigue me, so I've always looked into the origins. The Christmas music, especially, has just been genuinely interesting because a lot of it has come from places and situations you wouldn't expect. It's not, you know, just somebody sat down to write a Christmas song, and then it became popular. It, it, they're, they're most of the stars are odd. <laughs> yeah, right. And there was some type of purpose, even if it was a weird right. purpose. Would you say? Yeah, to, yeah. Some of the stories that you've told me are just pretty powerful. So, which one are we going to do today? Well, I've been thinking about. You know, you said some of them our grandparents listened to, but maybe some of them our great, 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 great grandparents. Right. Uh, oh, holy night was the one that I was thinking about. written in 1847 so that's a while and ago we're still singing, we're it, still singing it today which is crazy Could you imagine writing something or creating <laughs> yeah. something that would still be around 150 right. years later 60 years later wow so it was, it was written in france and there was a priest who asked somebody in the town who was a musician to write a poem for a christmas service okay. and it was he asked a guy who was not didn't go to church there didn't go to church at all i don't believe um and didn't really know him uh, but was known to be a musician and a, you know, he could write words. So he came up with this Christmas poem that are the words to O Holy Night. And then um, he gave it to another friend who came up with the music for it. And uh, it was sang for a Christmas service at this church. They had just gotten a new, some kind of a new organ. And this was supposed to be a big deal to play okay. this new organ and have this song be played. But Which I, And I love the idea of the collaboration, too. Yeah. Where... Someone wrote the words, someone wrote the music, the two come together, and of course, right. you know, we could go, do a whole podcast just on right. our, us using our talents, our giftings, and whatever to come alongside somebody else and make them popular instead of doing it all on our own. So anyway, what's the story? Well, it just, you know, it kind of came about, it was just that simple. It came about like that. And the guy who wrote the song apparently started going to that church then okay. for a period after. And uh, at some point he left the church. So the church, some of the people in the church got mad at him for leaving the church, and they no longer would sing the song. Really? But it was kind of out there already. and uh, Some things just don't change. Isn't that funny? <laughs> right. And then the second side to this was the guy who wrote the music to the song, some of the people in church came to find out that he was Jewish. He wasn't even a Christian. And so that just further cemented the fact that this song was no longer worthy to be sung in church. I wonder if those people realized that Jesus was Jewish. <laughs> or was he a blonde-haired, blonde blue-eyed German that came to... Isn't it funny how we always seem to see Jesus as our culture? Right. Which I think is kind of cool. But it's funny that those people had a problem with the guy writing the music being Jewish. That's right. the whole point of excluding something. It's like taking parts of a recipe out. We could be living a much fuller life if we just... It seems like we're always rejecting something or someone because of somebody's views or whatever instead of, what can I get out of this thing? What can, you know... It had kind of been... It had been around for a couple decades when they decided they weren't singing it there, but it was around France, so other people were singing it still. Really? Um, so it was... So they stopped doing it, but other right. people kept it going Right. On. 
Okay. And the guy who wrote the music became a socialist was one of the thing, and so it was a political issue oh that they, he was rejected for, and therefore his music and the the gift that he brought was also rejected. Now you're, you're talking about Oh Holy Night, right? <laughs> yes. That song, that, I mean, it's got holy in the title, yeah. right? Yeah, it's beautiful, you know, written oh, beautifully. I think oh it's God. taken right out of Luke, like, you know, that was what he used for his reference. And um, You know, it's funny, too, because I, I did a... I found uh, there, a while back there was an audio version of this where a, a guy went, and you couldn't tell whether he was making fun of it or whether he was just truly bad, but he sang All Holy Night, and it was absolutely horrible. It was terrible. So my buddy and I dressed up in our green nerd jackets, and we sang this song, and I mimicked it, and it was hilarious. It just it still cracks me up to this day. I thought it was hilarious. Everyone that I showed it to would crack up and laugh, but you would not believe the kickback that came back. Huh. To my pastor that that we played that on on a Sunday morning, right? And, and the people that even came and started talking to me about how dare you desecrate like like the song is holy. I mean, <laughs> and yet it's so funny they had all that problem with it. But you look at the history of the song that was even worse than me just doing a parody video to it. Right? I just couldn't believe everyone was bent out of shape because I did a parody video of the song and saying you just you know that's not holy. That's not. I'm like it's a song. And now when you listen to man, I wish I knew that stuff back then because I could. I can right. point these people to. Have you? Do you know anything about the history of this song? Right. So the the next part of the story is that it uh, uh, the song was brought to America, was translated from French, and a guy named John Sullivan Dwight uh, heard it and thought it was a great song. And it was during Civil War time, and he was an abolitionist, and a lot of the words went right along with his beliefs and what mm-hmm. he felt, you know, on what was going on in America at the time, and um, so it. It kind of caught on, and it was published in a magazine. He had a, he was a publisher of a magazine, and he published the words to the song in the magazine. And so it kind of caught on there, um, especially the North in the, during the Civil War. It uh-huh. became a thing. So, But um, why, how did it have to do with his views and, and the North versus the South? I guess I'm trying to think of the lyrics that that would. Um, well, the, specifically there was in the third verse. Truly he bids us to love one another his law is love and his gospel is peace chains shall he break for the slave is our brother and in his name all oppression shall cease so that's one of the verses. Yeah, and, right. um, but it's amazing. I mean, that's all the way around the world, yeah, you know, in a matter right. of decades. And then um, shortly after this was uh, the uh, Franco-Prussian War, I think it was called, okay. uh, back in France. And um, so 1871, and this story comes from, and that that night on on Christmas Eve night, one of the French soldiers walked out of the trench and stood up in the middle of the battlefield and started at top of his lungs started singing the song in French. So he's in the trench and right. the enemy's just he's within right. shooting distance. Exactly. But he stands up out of the trench right. and starts singing this song. Started singing the song. And uh the shooting stopped and everybody listened and then one of the German soldiers in the other trench, he climbed out of his trench and he started singing a song that was a Christmas oh song goodness. written by Martin Martin Luther and legend says that there was a twenty four hour time of no shooting or killing that where they all celebrated christmas and some of them suppose even celebrated it together as the story goes so after that it kind of it became like a thing 
like that story got passed around and the song became popular in France again. It's funny because there's just with a lot of Christmas songs, there's like one story after another throughout history on things that happened. And so um, let's skip ahead to 1906. There was a guy that worked for Thomas Edison. He was a chemist and he worked for Thomas Edison. And he he spoke into a microphone that I think was used for, um, you know, where you're communicating with a ship. Oh, um, Morse code Morse, or yeah, uh, telegraph? Right, or, right. Okay. Morse code or telegraph, something like that. But he, he was able to speak into a microphone and his voice came through it. And so he, it, this was on Christmas Eve when this happened. So he started broadcasting over the airways, the first words that came out of his mouth, and it came to pass in those days, there's one out of decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And uh, so he told the Christmas story, basically, on the radio, and then he pulled out his violin and played Oh Holy Night. And so it's the first time... So the people that were listening were out on ships and such okay. and were hearing a voice like it was like a miracle thing to them. Okay, so this has never been... <laughs> never right, been done before. Okay. It never happened before, you know, the way this was Because it was like done. a telegraph or a Morse code, something like right. that, a microphone that yep. wasn't used for... Okay. You know, usually it's coded things that they would hear, and all of a sudden somebody's reading from Luke. A lot of them compared it that they thought they were hearing the voice of an angel because he started yeah. right. you know, on right. Christmas Eve. That would be, wouldn't that be trippy? Oh, you man, heard yeah. a voice over the airwaves right. before? <laughs> and he had no idea, like, how that this was going on on ships and, you know, different places that were hearing it. He didn't know it was turning into, like, a thing. Big, he was right. just trying out what he had discovered or learned. Okay. Okay. So he finished by playing O Holy Night on his violin. So it was the first time a song was ever put out over radio waves anywhere anytime um so it's kind of interesting, interesting to think oh holy it was yeah. the first song ever on the radio right <laughs> um you know that's a bizarre one to me uh so anyway the kind of the, the end of the story is just you know you kind of go back to that history you had a, a priest who was looking for a song for the new organ who uh, had somebody write it and then a, a, a guy who was jewish who wasn't part of that church not a christian writes the music then it goes on to be rejected, then it comes back to be loved, and it's sung on a war, it's put over the radio, and it's still, you know, there's probably not a church during the Christmas season that doesn't sing that song now. Right, Um, right. You know, that's an amazing thing to me, and it's, you know, been translated into many different um, languages, and you think about all the, I mean, I can think of, you know, a dozen different stars that have redone that song over and over and over. It's pretty incredible. And the thing that's really incredible is in its in its beginnings, um, it was it was kind of blackballed, a little, right? Right? Yeah. It was uh, this isn't good, and we're gonna we don't like that person, or we don't like this, right. and we're gonna stop that. And I wonder how many times in our life, if we would just stop and listen, get somebody's history, their backstory a little bit, if we wouldn't change our minds a little bit, and you know, uh, truth is truth. When when someone speaks truth, it's truth. And that's Jesus it. says, "I am a way." A life, a truth. That's not what he says. He says the. It's like right. the football players. Where are you from? The Ohio State <laughs> University. And I think Jesus was making a statement. You know, when he came to earth, and he says, I am the way, the life, the truth. And so when truth comes out, someone might not even know who Jesus is. But if it's truth, it came out of his mouth before it came out of the right. other, other guy's mouth. And I, I think we spend so much time trying to make sure we decipher what's right and wrong. But truth is, we get to heaven. Um, we're going to see all the ways that we were wrong. Yeah. And I'm going to feel loved by that. 
Yeah. You know, I want to go to Jesus and say, hey, how many ways was I wrong? Right. Because it just didn't seem to matter. You still received me. You still accepted me. Even though in his mind, he's like, you're wrong on all that stuff. You know, it's not about being right or wrong. It's it's about trying to find the truth and accepting others. Truly, he taught us right. to love one another. And when truth comes out of something that we don't like or something that's foreign to us or when God uses something that's what we would consider the very, in our own religious ways, we'd consider the very opposite of what we believe or who we are. I, for me, I find it to be more striking than ever that God can use anything. Like, and he did, and everything. That's right. what he does. And we, we love, in fact, truth is, when Jesus showed up and spoke the truth, and he was the truth, he was rejected by them. Right. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah that he was rejected and despised by men, and the the religious leaders of the day, they didn't like him. They right. missed him when he showed up. They didn't realize he was the son of God. And even then his truth, the truth that we sing to this day and we right. talk about to this day and that has changed our life and has made the power of Christmas so powerful, the magic of Christmas so magical, the warmth of Christmas so warm it was Jesus. But yet when it came out originally, it was blackballed too. Right. And he was looked down upon and despised. And the Bible even says that that men would turn their faces from him when he walked back. It said he was familiar with sorrow and acquainted with grief. But out of that came warmth right. and the hope that we celebrate every year at this time of the year. Yeah. I hope that made your holidays happier. Hey,